play the corners hard and see if good things will happen for us. Yep. What's going on, everybody? Just dishing it, episode five. Can you boys believe it is number five already? We're cruising. Here alive. I am joined by the one and only producer extraordinaire, Mr. Derek Hoskin. Derek, How are you doing? what's good? Rocking some fresh merch. Always love to see that. That is one of my all-time favorite shirts. It's just a little older, a little bit older one, but enjoy yeah. it. You know, got to keep it tucked away because I am a weapon with white, you know. Yeah, as in like a weapon to myself like that. I just get stuff all over it. So then I end <laughs> up tie dyeing it, you know. Yeah. So it's hip though. It's cool. We love it. But as always, joined by my my co-host partner in crime on this show, Mr. John DeShambo Tudor. How is the shoulder doing? How are you feeling? What's going on, buddy? Came from P. Good start. Before this. Good start on the actually. Connection. Actually took go. a club out in the side yard during PT today. Um, got the go ahead to start chipping and taking some half swings. Uh, so we're feeling good, uh, ready to absolutely wipe the floor with the two of you guys later this summer. Uh, oh, don't but- you worry. I am coming off a glorious 102 on the Saturday this past oh weekend. My, oh my God. Completely I put golf. Yeah. <laughs> I do new clubs. <laughs> Two new clubs in the bag. I wish I never bought them because they get nothing but get me into trouble. So that's on me for not works. hitting the range, though. That's that's just on me. I'll come with I'll come with my game prepared, though. Now, more importantly, though, um, today you were saved by the bell in a lot of ways because we've got a special guest on today that we're going to introduce in a second, which is going to keep us a little bit longer from talking about. The meltdown that <laughs> happened last night with the Buffalo Sabres up 3 nothing going into the third period. But you know what? We've got a special guest on today, so we don't want to overshadow his presence here uh, with the doom and gloom here in Buffalo. Yeah, it's we're just we're not going to go there and. He's ready to come in here. We we see him. He's excited. We're we're excited to have him. This is this is gonna be a fun one. I'm telling you right now. Folks, introducing Justitians, David Hopper. Get him in here, Derek. Hello. Hopper. What's up, <laughs> Bob? What's up, guys? Congrats on the 102, Ben. That's a big one. It's <laughs> a big one, all right. Three goddamn digits. I'll tell you that. Yeah. No, no three putts in there, right, Benny? All not, uh, not at all. Uh, <laughs> just four putts. Yeah. <laughs> That's it right there. Hopper knows it's good. Oh, man. Hopper, what's going on, man? How's the week Nothing. going? So, so stoked to finally get you on here. Yes. Thank you for having me. I've listened to all of them so far. We, uh, Ben, I know you've wanted to do this for a while. You're crushing it. I love everything about it. Why you guys are crushing it. So, uh, where'd Derek go? Did, uh, something came up. He's okay. This is, this is the benefit <laughs> of him being the producer. He knows when Did to Derek see it was me and he just wanted to leave. He, he like, might have. not doing this. Yeah, he might have. He's like, damn it. This guy's just dressed way better. He's got a cool hoodie. Inside out. Yeah. Inside yeah. out. Whatever the case. Yeah, buy one get one if you think about it. Actually, kind what of. I what I think it was, he mentioned that he gets stains on his favorite white tees, and I think he just had to find a mirror to check because he's like, "Oh shit, did I do myself in?" So he just popped over and was making sure. But yeah, that, that was funny. He said, "Weapon to himself." That's uh, yeah. No, the producer, the, the producer just had to go and grab a, a fresh cold one. You know, mm. that's that's important. We need him. We it's been a long. It's been a long week. Yeah, well <laughs> it's deserved. But it's only Tuesday. But yeah, man, Hopfer. I mean, we're gonna dive right into it here, man. I mean, we we touched on it with Nick last week, where we got, I don't know, I guess some unique stories a little bit of <clears> how <throat> the team here at Justition has grown and how people have come yep. in. Um, and frankly, most people really aren't too familiar with with you what you do and this is kind of <laughs> us giving you the floor and that's not a knock on you it's just the, the nature of the work you do you know yep. you're based out in brooklyn right now um yep. this is your your opportunity to just kind of 
tell your story about how you're cool. here. Um, well, I'll start about two years ago, Ben, when we met at Coffee Culture. That actually came up as a Snapchat memory the other day. So it's been around two years with these guys. <clears throat> Pretty much do uh, e-commerce, website stuff, website development, Clavio, social ads. Um, I don't do too much of our organic stuff. Matt and Nick and you, Ben, handle a lot of that. You guys crush that. That's not too much me. But really, I like to think of myself as just a right-hand man to uh, all you guys. And anything anyone needs, I like that they could come to me and I'll get it done. That's just the, the, the defenseman mentality right there. He's just about the team. That's, that's yeah, electric. Blocking we'll shots. Black and <laughs> shots. You and Tudor can bond over mm-hmm. that every day of the week, but we'll touch on that in the fun section towards the end, right? Awesome. But I mean, as far as like, you know, you, we talk about e-commerce, um, you know, some people that even still might be a new term for a lot of people. Like, yeah, I mean, kind of tie in in that, I, you know, obviously you have a big interest with the marketing aspect and too. Uh, like talk a little bit about that. Like, where did that start for you? Where did that come from? Is that oh. something you've always wanted to do? Did you stumble upon it? F- fill, the, fill the people in on that a little bit. Yeah. So I kind of stumbled upon it. Uh, it was my sophomore year in college. I watched actually a youtube video i got excited and i started a shopify store like an hour later and i made this blue light glasses thing and it didn't go anywhere you know and uh it was just like wow i think this is kind of cool and um the way it happened with justice and it was just pretty much like nick i was working out with him at the time and he just said uh yeah, we're just looking for people who are dedicated and want to grow a resume and grow a brand. And that's exactly what I was looking to do. So with you guys, it allowed me an opportunity to get my feet wet in something that, uh, you know, like classic, you apply for a job, they ask for one to two years experience, but it's a starting level job kind of thing. So I was like, all right, let's, uh, just grow the resume here and come to find out I love what I do here. And hopefully it's, uh, I don't have to ever get another job. <laughs> I think that's, that's what most of us are after here. That's, that's yeah. certainly the goal, man. It's, it's yep. funny how stuff can change like that. And you know, you, you heard it and probably a good amount of people listening in previous episodes with having Matt on, having Nick on too, where it's just funny how you kind of just stay after stuff, stay committed, mm-hmm. stay in and, you know, maybe that's some of the athlete in us, but yeah. a lot of it's just having a passion for something and sticking to it and yeah. seeing that organic growth and just seeing where things go. Exactly. Like almost if you look at it and I see this stuff daily, I look at this stuff daily. If you just purely look at our uh, analytics, uh, not to like get in depth, but from the start of when this all started to now it's just been a slow and steady growth it's never really a massive jump in anything we do but we all understand that it just takes many many small steps to get where we want to be so i i agree yeah yeah couldn't agree more man that's that's kind of the name of the game with these things consistency is key as we say yeah exactly just stick with it that's right all right Get your ass in here. I know you got some fun love and stuff for Hopfer. We'll keep him on his toes. Let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, no, got a little bit of a question here too. Um, okay. Boys have been filling me in a bit on um, a venture you started with an Instagram account and some coffee. What's yeah. going on there? Fill me in on that. So I decided pretty much when I moved to Brooklyn with my girlfriend, I, uh, I, I work for a, a couple of e-commerce companies other than these guys. So I figured I was just learning a lot of information and I wanted to put it towards something that was just something I could always chip away with. And uh, I don't really call it a business so much. It's more of like a case study of what I know. But uh, yeah, really soon I'll just have a, a coffee website up and running and 
there's nothing too special to it other than just good coffee. Ship shipping to Buffalo because I am a coffee fanatic, like pot yeah. a day, oh. every day, working from home kind of coffee drinker. Yeah, that's kind of that's exactly why I got into it because I looked up just the pure numbers on like search volume, and if if you ask the average person, they they probably drink coffee. So I I say hey, there's a lot of people drinking coffee. Maybe I could sell them some. Maybe I can't, but who knows? We'll see. <laughs> so that that comment kind of brings me to a question though, because you mentioned like search volume things like that. So it seems yep. like, I mean, you're do, you're doing a lot of research in this. This is kind of more of a a an educated science rather than just guessing what you think people are going to like. This is this is a formula you've got, yeah. Going, right? Yeah. Not not to like once again I'll summarize, but um. The, my website will, uh, the main goal of it will be to win uh, search intent rather than buying intent off of Google. And uh, so when you type something into Google, it'll push you in a million different ways. They'll decide one thing right off the bat, the bat is, are they looking for information or are they looking to buy? And uh, buying landing pages, as you would like assume are very expensive to get, very hard to uh, grow your domain authority that way. So really, there's just going to be uh, a ton of blogs and um, uh, they'll have searches that people commonly search up with coffee to just attract them to the website. So yeah, it's definitely, uh, the website was very uh, thought out in that way. There's a reason for what's going on within the website, definitely. Beautiful. Now you mentioned you touched on blogging briefly. Yeah, and you've 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 I've been seeing more and more of that from you. Where was that all based around the coffee thing? Did you pull some of that from stuff you're doing with Justition? Like, well, not so much. Yeah, not so much with Justition. Uh, The uh, guy I work with, his name's Joe. Um, He has two websites. I I work for him out of Brooklyn, and uh, he's a really good guy. And He's been at it for about five, six years now. And I just, I, I noticed something. He's, he does really well on his Shopify stores, but he doesn't have any paid ads or he doesn't really even have a large social media following. And I'm like, okay, where are these, uh, where, where are your, where's your traffic coming from? I pretty much, and he is pretty much really into SEO. He'll handle pretty much any question you may possibly have in his niche. Like, uh, so he was, excuse me, he was doing this and uh, I pretty much saw it working for him. So I said, Hey, I'm going to give it a shot with the coffee, you know, and uh, I I see it working. So that's really exciting. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. That's, it's always something too, where I find funny where, I don't know, depending on your age, when you hear hear the term blogging, it can almost mm-hmm. sound like like dated. Like, yeah. what's your take yeah. on like? Is that something that that you kind of battle with, or it's just like it's just the term itself is almost what's dated rather than the the substance of the idea. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's it's definitely funny because I wouldn't I wouldn't look at myself as a, a blogger in any way, and and I also don't write any of the blogs. I I have uh, I have like a group of people. Uh, that I work with on like Upwork and Fiverr. So I really, I really would not consider myself a blogger, but it is unique saying like, yeah, I wake up in the morning and I'll, I'll rip out two or three blogs and then go to work. Cause it, 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 it sounds like I'm an influencer and, and then knows <laughs> I, I hate being like in front of the camera. That's why you don't know. Me. I'm never, I never <laughs> let you guys take pictures of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to just pop in and say I probably have a ton of clips of Hopford just saying like I'm not good in front of the camera. Like, <laughs> there's so many. That's a, that'll be a good montage we can put together for oh, his yeah, birthday or something. Yeah, one day. That's funny. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, I you know just to kind of bounce back to some justition related stuff, I. Yeah. I always like to ask to, to, you know, you know, just to keep people on their toes a little bit and where it's like, you know, it's not such a scripted interview. Right. But like, what were your initial thoughts when you first came in and just like, 
like what this situation, like what were your feelings and like, you know, your outlook, like where this would go. I know you mentioned like the resume beef, but like what's been the no, biggest, I, yeah. the biggest few things that have changed to where you look at it differently now and, and maybe a little different light. Um, I think that might be two questions. The reason I jumped on what I saw within it was I, I thought you guys were right on, and I was right, by the way, but I thought you guys were right on uh, the bubble of really taking it off because you know more than anyone, um, I think zero to 10,000 followers is harder than 20,000 to 30,000 followers. I think like when you have to really muck and grind in the beginning to get that um, social validation, you know, when someone lands on our page, they're like, is this an actual media content clothing company? Or are these guys just like, you know, I mean, like messing around. And it's like, right. something. but um, no, it was, it, I, I saw the account going in the right direction. I was like, they definitely like it has grown and gotten more professional but for the time i was like this is something really cool that i think might if kept at just like we were saying if kept at this could become something so that's what attracted me definitely and uh what was your second question what was that it was just like how your outlook like it was more of just like what specific like like what specifically changed or like was there a moment rather like after you first came on, was there like a, a moment that you jump back to if you sit there and, and think for a second of like, Oh, okay. Yeah. This is like, this is really what this is kind of going towards what I hoped it would rather than just yeah. what I think it could be for now. Um, yeah. Uh, Cause let One me give you a perspective is, though. Yeah, As somebody yeah. that's been there with Matt since the beginning, like I have yeah. a bunch of these different things and I find yeah. it so interesting specifically asking, like I asked Nick something similar last week about, you know, yeah. and just like more recent people that have come on and seeing like a, a growth in almost a smaller window, if that makes sense, a more okay. recent window, I guess I should say, which you okay. fit that mold too with Nick, you know, coming on a little more recently. Yep. Take a sip of the water. Ready well, to go. I'll tell you my my two two moments that were really big for me, and I guess when you could say I knew we were going in the right direction was the esports event. I thought that was amazing, and then um, pretty much uh, doing the packaging for Skate Skins. Cause I knew, I knew we had a product, but I knew it had to uh, be sent out in something very respectful. And like, so when you get it, you know, there's worth to it. And um, Maddie did most of the design, but I remember he did. Yeah. He did most of the design, but I remember walking through Best Buy one day and I saw one of those uh, Kindles hanging up on a rack and it had this really nice design that was just like a hard material but it wasn't full blown cardboard. It wasn't a big box, like a, like a MacBook box or something like that. Mm. And um, if that answers your question, I would say those two moments is really when I knew we were going in the right direction. I, I hope I got that question uh, right. <laughs> no, you I was did. still confused even when you said it again. <laughs> I can tend to do that. I can tend to do that. It's just- It's okay. You know, I was a guy who, you know, I wasn't afraid to hit the corners either. So I, you know, I got banged around a little bit, you know, so, you know, right. But no, I know Jesus, mid to late twenties. I'm already saying that, right. That sound, but really, I mean, it does answer it because it's just, don't think of it so much as a question where it's just like, share your perspective is kind of how I approach those sorts of questions on here. Yeah. I think that's what we've talked about too, is that's what's interesting to people where unless they tune into this and listen to the, like these episodes, especially when we have executive teams, guys from the executive team on for, for this brand, like you're never going to hear that perspective or hear no. some of these stories anywhere else. No, which no. there's, 
there's people who have never, and I, I, I like it this way, but there's people who have followed the account for 10 or two years and have no clue who I am. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, Batman works in the dark, right? Yeah, there you go. Patrolling the streets of Gotham, <laughs> low key. Um, I was thinking about doing what? Which is, what's one of the more recent Batman movies? The, the Dark Knight, or the, the yep. beginning scene where they? I, I was going to do the Batman voice where the guy says, or Christian Bale's, "I'm not wearing hockey pads." Or yeah, something. he yeah. says that in the beginning. <laughs> Just yeah, but I'm not going to actually try because I'm going to end up sounding like Ra doing Mister Shvetchnikov or something. Yeah, I'm well, oh, well, I'm yeah, not going to go there. Um, but yeah, uh, Tudor, did you have another one lined up? Um, well, yeah. I mean, if you if you didn't have anything else on, on the addition side, I mean, um, I had a couple things I was going to get into here. Anything there, else? All right. There is no set what? format, so um, just do it. So yeah, I mean, you mentioned not being afraid to go hard into the corners and uh, hop for. I I would be remiss if I didn't. Um, share you know i'm i'm looking through your elite prospects here yeah. um <laughs> phenomenal page by the way thank um, you that profile <laughs> now, now unbelievable profile picture i mean just what a weapon with that visor but uh which one is i it? mean 2013 2014 um and 2014 2015 those two seasons back to back you played for five different junior teams in three different leagues. Yeah. What the hell yeah. what the hell was going on there? That was that was one of the hardest times in my life because everybody, every kid ever in Buffalo was like, go play college hockey. And if you commit, you're like, Okay, I'm on for this roller coaster. And it is literally a roller coaster for everyone. Except if you make it to the NHL. And there's even NHL guys that get traded in their junior careers. But, like, for me, D3 was perfect. I had so much fun. I met, like, a million guys, like, throughout my entire years of hockey. It was – it teaches you a lot. And just, like, I, really the guys I met, and I got to travel a ton. But those juniors is so cutthroat and – the way it goes is if someone comes in and they're better than you. And I was never like one to be like, some guys don't like talking about if they're getting like outbeat or something like that. And I'm too <laughs> nice. <laughs> that picture. That's funny. But yeah, the, there was guys and I just, I got bumped around a little, but I was very happy where I ended up with Ken. That was awesome. So now, in your junior career there, because that, that's something that I, I obviously never went through. Um, yeah. But just kind of looking at that stuff now, when you're getting traded around, even even as a young young kid trying to make it in hockey, you don't really have a choice, right? Like this isn't, you nope. know, to give people some context, like this yeah. isn't like some kid on their local travel team deciding to play for a different town. Like you don't have a choice, right? No, no. I'll, I'll tell you how they all went. I... Um, I make the junior A team in Buffalo right after I play for the 18U Junior Sabres. We have a couple guys drop down from the USHL and they're great guys. I know all of them. And then I get a call one day and the coach is saying, just step into the office. We got to talk for a minute. And like, that's, you know, never a good thing. So like, I wasn't dumb. I kind of knew what was coming. But he was like, hey, we have a trade for you. You could go up to the CCHL in uh, Ottawa. Uh, you, They want you to play a game in like three days or something. And my game plan, I would have loved to do all three in Buffalo, go to school in Buffalo. Like that was like, if it worked out perfect, that would have been it. So finding I had to move to Ottawa in three days, that was very eye-opening. And then... Pretty much it's the same way. Like, if it's going good, it's going good. And, like, my 20-year-old year, I'm very happy where I ended up. That I would say that was probably my best year of junior hockey, and which you have to have at the end of your career for juniors, at least. And you just saw uh, – you get bounced around. And I actually asked to get traded to Boston for my 20-year-old year because um, 
just I, I knew the coaches there and I thought it was a better fit than where I was at that time. And you have to take care of yourself in junior hockey or else like no one, no one is you like everybody says for the team, but everybody also is out there to go to the next level. So it is very like personal at the same time. I mean that, that Boston year too. Yeah. Looking at that, I mean, 40 games played 20 points, but more importantly, 72 PIMS. Yeah. yeah. In 40, yeah. 40 games. I mean, you were, you were yeah. mixing it up there in Boston, huh? I was, I, I was playing Canadian juniors and, and I was nothing against American juniors, but I was like, I was playing Canadian juniors and I, they were tough. They played the pro game and I get to Boston. And once again, nothing wrong with like prep school kids, but it was a lot of prep school kids. And I was just like clearing out the front of the net and, uh, <laughs> They were very, uh, they didn't like that too much. And I, I would, uh, my coach was all about it. So, oh, yeah, the team. And, uh, if I'm not, oh, yeah, he loved it. He would, he would go like tap the shoulder. He'd be like, see what you can do. <laughs> oh, that's so, love that. I mean, yeah. in part of that journey, too, I mean, do you think that's kind of helped you? the way that you kind of had to battle through some of those things at such a young age, I mean, now getting into Mm -hmm. your career and and trying to carve out your own path. I mean, not really afraid Uh, of anything, right? Yeah. Hockey taught me everything. Just like I know, I know, uh, to you too, but Ben, Matt, Nick, Nick and I have these conversations all the time. Like, uh, uh, ben, if, if you had a, you've had a coach yell in your face before because you did something wrong, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, I hear some of my friends texts where they're saying like, oh, my boss said this little thing and it just throws off their whole day and it kind of like ruins productivity for the day almost. And I think like hockey teaching you to have a short memory is very powerful. Um, it's it's not going to go right all the time. So like the quicker you just forget about it and move forward, I would say is pretty much what hockey taught me. And I use it all the time. Like I, for someone, like if something goes bad, you know, you, you look at it situation, reconnect and then move forward. Yeah, for sure. That's, that's something I didn't take the junior route. Um, you know, I don't know if I had to do it over again. I don't know if I would even do it, but mm-hmm. I, I was glad to get the opportunity to play college lacrosse. You know, yeah, going that juke the junior college route too. That was that was a special experience where, you know, you had, and I didn't know this going in. I didn't have a clue. Like I, yeah, you know, I played hockey so much more throughout my life than lacrosse, and I think it was just kind of wanting something different where. I almost got burnt out of it, of the game for a little bit. And yeah. I had this opportunity and I'm like, Oh, it's just junior college. Here we go. This, I didn't, I didn't play travel. I just played at a, at a high school. that wasn't very good. And mm-hmm. I get there and like the first practice and I'm just like, Oh my God, these guys all have, I don't know what hand these guys are. You, Everybody you knew I was the righty. I had no left. And I'm just like, I'm screwed. You, all, you went to an extremely good Juco school, too, I though, Ben. You're being like very yeah. – I'm pretty sure they win national championships. Tudor, can you get me a stat on that or something? <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I mean, these guys <laughs> – After I left. Yeah, yeah, but you're playing, you're playing GCC and things like that. I mean, you're at one of the – you were playing at one of the top Juco programs for lacrosse yeah. where, I mean, like – I mean, these aren't these aren't kids that are scrubs out there that like aren't good enough to play D one. Like a lot of these kids are going on to play Division one, Division two, or Division three lacrosse. I mean, fair, but again, I that was it was not the route I was thinking I was taking, and it was just. <laughs> and I'm glad in in perspective, like I'll, I'll say here, like I had to learn really quickly where it was like you would. I had to adjust very quickly. I couldn't use my same few favorite dodges I liked. Like, you know, it was different. And even in like high school where sometimes you'll see, and I don't know how this compares for like your junior experience, Dave, but like when you get to certain level and you get, especially in lacrosse, heavy stick check for like long pulls for, you know, defenders from people that might not know. In high school, it's easy because they just, wind up and you can almost just like up he's winding up and i'll move now like it's just it kind of has a rhythm to it yeah where at these this level the 
everyone's bigger, faster, stronger, but they don't slash, they don't like slash. They just poke and they never miss. They hit your hands every time. And it's yeah. just like one of those adjustments where you're just kind of thrown to the fire. And as you heard Hoffer and a lot of people, I'm sure listening now, some of the stories Matt was telling about how <laughs> some of the times we had to think on our feet and that some of that stuff especially happened after my, my time in junior college playing. And I can agree with what you're saying on the lessons it taught comparing to like the junior stuff where yeah. I'm very fortunate. And even at the time I didn't think anything of it, but looking back, it's a really fresh perspective to have. I yeah. Think. So no, I, I, I know that's yeah. the same for pretty much anybody with, I think that's why sports is so amazing. Like you could, you could almost find that in, any sport if if the person's taking it serious and they're at the level they want to be at I, I feel like those situations come with sports it's uh it's always a roller coaster of emotions yeah for sure yeah, i mean i i tell people that like all the time with with team sports and stuff and i mean you even look at like everyone that's involved with justition i, I was thinking about it last week is uh, Maddie fired off that group message with us and it was like like you see like the resilience that you were talking about with you know people that played team sports because we all come from a team sports background and it's like yeah you you get used to it it's like you you understand how to lose and come back from it you understand how to win and not get content you understand how to work as a unit and a team and hey this isn't all about me all the time i mean perfect example is you i mean you're talking you grind away and do you know so much work but you don't like being in front of the spotlight and you know take <laughs> take enough the credit there i mean that's that's a team sport mentality there it's not all about me it's about the team you know yeah yeah it, um i i couldn't agree more like all the guys we have here that's a very good point to like we've all we've all been a part of a team and we all know this we've all been on teams that haven't worked well together doesn't really work out that great you know like your seasons are normally not that great the seasons that are good when you pull championships together is when everybody is on the same page and i think that is transferring over into our our business here i think if everybody is on the same page working for one goal yeah you can like possibly achieve something it's going to be hard but it's still possible and uh that's what we're shooting for yeah yeah that's that's kind of i don't know how i heard it was one of those things i heard i think probably back early high school and it just stuck with me i don't know it, it was something i heard from Blake Griffin, he was giving an interview. Oh, Blake. Yeah. So he was, it was just a quick little interview and I saw it on like a commercial or something. And he had a coach that told him and he's, someone was asking him like what flipped for him as far as like the, obviously he's a professional basketball player, right? So like the switch flips at some point you think for guys like that. And someone yeah. was asking him about that and he goes, Coach so-and-so told me, you have to fall in love with the process of becoming great. Yeah. And I heard that. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That's it. That's like that you don't – you're not so much focused on the end result as focused on the process. Yeah. And, and yeah. I think collectively – and it starts from Maddie right at the top and just works down. It's Exactly. Uh, it exactly. Just, just like, rolls right through everybody, that sort of mentality. Like, Ben, if if I asked you if I asked you like when Matt is designing a T-shirt, do you think he's saying, "Oh, I'm, I'm working right now," or like when Nick is doing uh, a photo shoot? You know, what I mean that that's not work for those guys. When we bring you literally as a personality, so like we're not socially awkward in a room, and you just nail it, and then like you know, what I mean, just the connections we get with everything we do, it's not work for us. Like if, if we can make a business that is surrounded by hockey, would that not make all of us, you know, ecstatic? Like we, we all love hockey. If we can make that into a business, that's amazing. Yeah. And it's, it's cool too, where it's like, yeah, hockey's like the first love. Right. But there's so mm -hmm. many other amazing things that 
really don't have a ton to do with the game itself where it's it's deeper than that where it's it's our true passion our true love if you will for for the sport right but yeah it's deeper where it's like when we talk about seeing the game differently that's that relates to hockey but that's in a you know a fashion sense a creative sense too in a bigger picture right and yeah you know the and you mentioned when when matt's designing something or you're even nick doing a shoot right where they pull their inspirations from yeah there's some hockey in there but there's stuff that's just not even related you know maybe different sports yeah. different you know artists you know fashion sense whatever the case may be right and yeah that's what's cool is initially at first we get to bring that to our favorite game but as we've seen already in what's a big picture is such a small sample, if you will, of how many different opportunities that can bring. And that's, again, why I'm so stoked that we're doing these, because these are important conversations where you don't know how many people are just going to find this. And then they'll, you know, they have their, their own idea about doing something and they're just kind yeah. of hemming and hawing about it. Right. And it sounds really yeah. cliche and stuff, but there were those brands for us when we started that. <laughs> yeah. You know, we just kind of had to formulate that on our own a little bit. We didn't, people weren't doing podcasts back then. Like, you know, maybe, no. Ro maybe Rogan was just starting, but nobody was. Yeah. Really the going. average person was not. No. Yeah. It was a big production. Yeah. I know right. what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And, um, and that too, ahead, Benny, I mean, that, go that goes to like, at some point, like it's all about who you surround yourself with. Right. When, when you surround yourself with people that have that drive and have that passion and want to push things to the next level, right. Cause we all have those days where you wake up and you're like, eh, like, I kind of want to just like chill tonight. Like, like, not, yeah. Like, <laughs> I not, slept like not, shit. not do yeah. this work or, or whatever uh, mm -hmm. I can get to this next week. But then like you have a conversation with, you know, a couple other guys on the team about what they're doing or whatever. And it just makes you want to do it because it, yeah. it gives you that energy and that drive to realize that you're, you're also talking to people that have those goals and those ambitions. Yeah. I kind of agree more. Surround yourself by the right people. That's exactly what we're doing here. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, Hopford, I, I, I've been I've been trying to think of, you know, just one consistent segment or just little piece I want to get into any interview, whether okay. it's different in these beginning ones, right? Because we're having like the execs on, right? Like we're learning. We're learning. Muffled. We're going. Yeah, we're learning. One day at a this time. This one I'm gonna test on you. All right. Okay. When I say the words to you, just dishing. I just say that to you. What are the, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? You can go deep. You can go super goofy and light. Like, what do you got for me? I say to you, David Hopfield. I'll go just super dishing. goofy, light, deep. Okay. Here. Um, I, I, just, I love this. I, I just think uh, the coolest thing we just dish, and when I think of that is I think a hockey clothing that doesn't look like any other hockey clothing. Um I could find you top four or five popular hockey clothing websites and nothing against them. I think they all kind of look the same. And I think they haven't really changed up much since I, I started playing hockey, the same style shirts have been, have been in these stores, these hockey stores since I was a little kid. And it's, I, I like like nothing wrong with them, but I think when I hear just dish and I think it's just like a, a different look, for hockey players, which I think is really cool. So, um, yeah, that would be just different. Yeah. And to tie into that, you know, obviously people watching on YouTube or, you know, just fans of ours know the association of Justition with skate skins. And yeah. you've met, you talked about the packaging and some of the, the work you've been doing with the skate skins project, helping Maddie there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we know the, the work that he's put into that, We've all seen the when back when it was a fully a sleeve that was wrapping around the skate, right? To what it is now. I, I have in my desk over there. I have. Remember when it was in two pieces? Yeah, yeah. There were two separate have, ones. That, I have. That was, I have the two separate ones. Like, like 
I, we're going to take steps every day. But when we first, when those were first put in my hands, I was like, oh, this is amazing. And now when I have like the new, like we got the new skins in our hand, I'm like, I can't believe we started here. <laughs> but like, that's just how things will evolve and consistency. Like they, they have changed a lot. They haven't changed crazy much, but yeah, from just even the start, they've changed a ton. Yeah, and it's still so crazy to me. I, I've mentioned it before. It's just, uh, it's going to be, it's one of those, you have those memories where that the snap of a finger, it's in your brain. You see it like a moment yep. in time or something. Just a picture that he sent me of a, you could see the lines. It was a, a notebook that he drew and it looked just like that, the, the Jordan 1 skate. And he would just like, he put a sneaker on an ice skate. Yeah. At the uh, time, I was like, "That looks cool," but he, he's and just to see where it is now, it's 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 so crazy. And I've talked about it enough, but it's just it's so awesome when remember when remember when the, something crazy like that, like it's just it's so good to see, man. Remember when the product pictures on uh, skate skins they were they were just JPEG. Like not, uh, we liked it, but uh, at one point in time, they were just JPEG pictures of one side of the skate mm -hmm. and. Uh, we were we all sat down and did a zoom i i don't remember but we were just like let's see if we could get them 3d and like rotating the next thing you know boom 3d rotating like we're even yeah. working on it it's going to be a progress but in the end hopefully you're going to be able to design your own uh skate skin on the website so you don't have to uh send it in and get verified and all that stuff so um yeah just like crazy the steps <clears throat> it goes yeah man and what i was bringing up too where it's just like you mentioned that we're like we talk about seeing the game differently or it's something different as far as just addition and how great is it to have like a signature like everybody's got hats everybody's got t-shirts no matter if it's a super different design style whatever having a unique product that other people don't have the exact product there's we've seen yeah. custom skates before but as far as the skate skin how it is it's not being done it's yeah no it's such I, a great I, reflection of what just edition has become in a unique product yep yep and and you can tell uniqueness i i see it with um our paid social like you get any, any analytic ever and you get all the data blah, blah, blah. But a big thing e-commerce people go off of is unique click through rate, uh, click through rate. And, and all that is, is takes a percentage of people who see your ad and they go, Oh, this is interesting. And they click. It's very simple. That's, that's all it is. And with us just having a new, a unique product, like you can see that a lot of people are interested in it. And out of like a lot of people seeing it, in the right category of people, they're clicking and going to the website. So I think uh, we do have a unique product that will do really, really well. And uh, we're getting validation from other people, which is the best thing ever because everybody thinks their company is the best, right? Like no <laughs> one's ever like, no one's ever five years in working right. their ass off and they're just like, all right. This thing I don't sucks. know. <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah, right. So what the like, hell when, were we thinking? Yeah, like you when you when that. you get it from other people, it just it feels really good. And and I see that daily just on what I look at online. So like that that excites me. Yeah, for sure. Tutor, you got anything to chime in here? Uh, nothing specific other than that that I had. Um, I mean we've we've covered a ton and I I enjoy hearing some of the different perspectives here. I mean, especially too, um, you know, Hopfer and I've met, you know, a handful of times yeah. here, but not, not being able to spend as much time with him uh, as I do with the other guys here. It's just cool to, to kind of hear your perspective on things. And I think it's going to be awesome, awesome for the rest of the fans here too, to, uh, <laughs> you know, continue their behind the scenes tour, but understand, uh, you know, another important piece of uh, what makes this whole thing go every day. Yeah. Thank One you. last thing before we wrap it up, though. What do you see 
as far as the the skate skins product because again this Ooh. more recently like the you know the the work you've put into it on the analytics side the the e-commerce stuff the packaging like you've been you've been so influential in in the the more recent developments and just the overall progress of of the product assisting you know matt on the creative and the business side with it right yeah what do you see for for the skate skins for us is like what's the what would you think is the next big step for the product as far because you talk about that other validation stuff like what would you like to see next um there's, big or small it's just couple, like yeah, yeah there's on. a couple of things we don't have to get into it too much but um i think uh um just won a, a pro league not not so like could be the nhl could be overseas i'm really i'm really excited to get validation from a pro league um i know you've heard this before but i i think we could do really well in in europe because uh they sell every single inch ever of advertisement on their uh, equipment and jerseys. And if we come to them offering, it could, uh, it could really take off. And I think, I think when a pro league that that's what I'm excited for. That's what, that's our next step. Yeah. Just fish into the KHL boys or what? Oh, uh, you, oh I'd love, love to send Come that on. email. <laughs> yeah, Hopper, I'm, I'm not sure if you know, but our, we have a, we're fortunate enough as a pretty early on podcast. We actually have a KHL insider as part of the Ooh. part of the crew. His name's John Tudor. Not only is he an insider on injury reports and traits, he is a gambling junkie when it comes to the KHL. So he, we, a good thing. one of his other nicknames is our, our, our KHL insider, John Tudor. Yeah. I've been known, I've been known to dabble on some KHL puck lines, you know, here and there. So do you remember, uh, do you guys have the channel B E I N T V? I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. B N uh, maybe B N. And I, I used to watch a lot of soccer games with yep. my dad on that. Yep. And uh, with my dad, and uh, there was sometimes KHL games on there, and I remember one time we're watching it, and it's like bench clearing brawl, like people throwing stuff on the ice, and I'm like, KHL is awesome, man! Like, <laughs> oh, this, is, this is so entertaining. They're, they're unbelievable because it's still like it's good hockey. It's it's oh, fast yeah. pace. It's highly skilled. But I mean, some of those guys, they're just lunatics out there, and it's incredible. I mean, just absolute mutants on the ice. But just, I mean, I'm watching these broadcasts sometimes. My one of my um, old roommates was laughing at me the one day because um, it was probably like. It was during COVID before um, before the NHL started up again last summer. Okay, and I needed I needed some hockey in my life, so he comes into uh, like I had my door open. He like walks into my room while I'm working from home, and he sees me sitting there like at my computer doing stuff and looking up, and he hears a TV, and he's like, "What are you watching?" Because he's hearing like it's Russian mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, I got a KHL stream going on right now. I got, uh, I got Scott, uh, minus one and a half. And he's like, <laughs> you fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> no, I, I, I think European hockey is so interesting. It's such a, it's such a, I mean, this is a whole nother podcast, but it's a, such, such a different game. It's almost like roller hockey in the nicest way possible. It's like you, you actually play the game different than we do over here in North America. And it's, uh, yeah, like the SHL, all those leagues, I think they're awesome. Did you get, did you get to play with any guys from Europe in your junior and college careers at all? Yeah. Yeah. Good amount. Um, a couple Russians, a Latvian, a couple people from France, a couple guys. Uh, I think one, I think he was from either Germany or like Norway. But yeah, the, 
Canadian juniors does really well with that. They would have a lot of Europeans over there playing. Um, and it was awesome. Those, those, all those guys, like, uh, I was eight hours away from home and I was like, I was not crazy young, like 17, 18. And this, and this kid next to me is like from Latvia. And I'm just like, this, you're like, that's commitment. That's awesome. Like he literally just packed his bag. The, the one, the Latvian, he actually moved to Boston at 14 to pursue hockey. And he's, he's a great guy. And his name's Edwards. And, uh, just like the European hockey players that I, I love when they come over here. I think they spice up the game. Um, they bring a little finesse to an RA finesse sport. And anytime you can look at something in a different angle, it's cool. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, man. Well, look. It's been such a pleasure having you on. This is going to be the first of quite a few of these. So get prepared because there's going to be certain recurring guests on this show that um, I think we're going to have a lot of fun doing. We can dive into so many different conversations that I think people are really going to enjoy. But yeah, David Hopp for everybody. Thanks so much for joining us, man. We'll be in touch. And yeah, just thank you. It's been a real pleasure talking to you, my friend. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Thanks for joining Appreciate us. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Appreciate we'll you. Yes, sir. Well, everybody, that is episode five in a wrap. What a great conversation with the one and only David Hopper. Really enjoyed that one. Make sure you give us a follow at Just Dishing It on all socials, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you follow the main page, Just Dishing. That's at Just Dishing on all socials. And make sure you hit at official skate skins, step your skates up, see the game differently. Thanks so much for joining us, everybody. Really appreciate it. We will be back next week with another brand new episode. See you guys later.